0: In the 2011 letter to shareholders, Warren Buffett explained three choices for common investors and what investment choice he thought to be the best for most of the investors, which includes you and me. The first one among these is currency based investments. I have given some commentary remarks or explanations wherever required to make it easier for you to understand. So, here it goes Investing is often described as a process of laying out money now with the expectation of receiving more money in the future. At Berkshire, we take a more demanding approach. We define investing as the transfer of purchasing power now with the result expectation of receiving more purchasing power in the future. Of course, the purchasing power in the future is calculated post taxes paid on nominal gains. more succinctly, you can see investing as foregoing consumption now in order to have ability to consume more at a later date. The riskiness of an investment is rather measured by the probability or the reason probability of that investment causing a loss of purchasing power to its owner over his contemplated holding period. So basically what he's saying is that let's say you have invested $100 in the stock and your holding period is 1 year. Now this $100 today also has a purchasing power worth $100. You can go out and purchase goods worth $100. But after 1 year, due to inflation, the purchasing power of this $100 bill will reduce. If the inflation for the year stands at say 4%, then to buy the same good, you will have to shell out $104 that is 100 original dollars plus 4 extra because of the inflation. This means your investment in the stock must give you at least 4% return to maintain your purchasing power. If it gives you less than 4% return, then you are losing your purchasing power. And if it is giving you more than 4% returns, you will have more purchasing power. Coming back to what Warren Buffett was saying, the riskiness of an investment is measured by the probability of a loss of purchasing power over its holding period. After all, assets can fluctuate greatly in price, but they may not be risky as long as they are reasonably certain to deliver increased purchasing power over their holding period. On the other hand, a non-fluctuating asset can be laden with risk. Now investment possibilities are both many and varied, however, there are three major categories and it's important to understand the characteristics of each. So let's have a look at the first one. Investments that are denominated in a given currency include money market funds, bonds, mortgages, bank deposits, and other instruments. Most of these currency-based investments are thought of as safe, but in truth, they are among the most dangerous of assets. Their beta may be zero, but the risk is huge. Over the past century, these instruments have literally destroyed the purchasing power of investors in many countries, even as the holders continue to receive timely payments of interest and principal. Moreover, this ugly result will forever recur. This is because the governments determine the ultimate value of money. There are systemic forces that will sometimes cause these governments to gravitate to policies that produce inflation. And from time to time, such policies spin out of control. Even in the US, where the wish for a stable currency is strong, the dollar has fallen a staggering 86% in value since 1965. What you could have bought in 1965 for $1, today you will have to spend more than $7 for that same good. Consequently, from 1965 to 2011, a tax-free institution would have needed 4.3% annual interest from their bond investments to simply maintain their purchasing power. The managers and the investors who invested in these bonds would have been kidding themselves if they thought that any portion of that interest they are receiving on bond investments was income. For tax-paying investors like you and me, the picture has been far worse. During the same 47-year period, US Treasury bills produced 5.7% annually. That sounds satisfactory, but consider the visible personal income taxes of 25%, which will take away 1.4% from that 5.7% yield. Apart from this visible tax, there is an invisible tax as well. This invisible tax is nothing but the inflation that we all face. This inflation would have eaten away the remaining 4.3% of the yield and the 5.7% return would have yielded nothing in the way of real income to the investors. It's noteworthy that the implicit inflation stood at 4.3% more than the triple the explicit income tax. However, our investor probably thought that the visible income tax is his main burden. Okay, let me pause here and tell you that even the tax and inflation rates would vary from country to country. The conclusion remains the same that most of the yields from savings, fixed deposits, and bonds will be taken away by the visible income tax and the invisible inflation tax. Warren Buffett continues Of course, high interest rates can compensate purchasers for the inflation risk they face with currency based investments. And indeed, rates in early 1980s did that job nicely. However, current rates do not even come close to offsetting that purchasing power risk the investors would assume today. Therefore, under today's conditions, I do not like currency-based investments. Wall Streeter Shelby Davis once made a twisted comment that seems apt today. He said, Bonds promoted as offering risk-free returns are now priced to deliver return-free risk." The conclusion is clear. You need to observe how much yield you will be getting from a currency based investment after adjusting that yield with income tax and the indirect inflation tax. Only if the yield is sufficiently over and above the combined tax rate it may make sense to put some amount in it. But if you want to make wealth you simply cannot hope to create it by investing a whole lot in currency based investments. Forget about creating wealth you won't likely maintain your purchasing power by investing in it. So in summary Avoid investing a whole lot in currency based investment. However, there is one caveat to this. Keep in mind that you need to have solid liquidity in case of emergencies brought down on you either by some personal misfortune or economic breakdown. Keep at least 6 months of expenses in the most secured and easily available liquid account. Warren Buffett's Berkshire also keeps at least $20 billion in Treasury bills to ward off any financial crisis. At the same time, This $20 billion worth of treasury bills also enables Berkshire to grab lucrative investment opportunities that market throws off in financial panic. So keep sufficient emergency funds in Liquid account, but beyond that, investing in currency based investments won't make you financially better. They seem safe and secure, but over time these investments will make you poorer, not richer. Thank you for listening to Decoding the Legends. If you enjoy this podcast, would you please consider leaving a rating and short review on Apple Podcasts or iTunes? It will take less than 60 seconds but it would enable me to spread value to more amazing people like you. And it will also help us to convince your favorite and valuable guests to appear on the podcast and I will be able to deliver more quality content to you guys. With that, thank you very much for being here and see you soon in the next episode.